0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, December 7th. It's Pearl Harbor Day. It's just sort of like weirdly lost a lot of the um, attention that it used to have. But when I was growing up, we used to talk a lot about Pearl Harbor Day. Go read up on that if you want to. That's a good idea for you for today. Maybe right after the program. This is the show that notes historical facts, but also tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. We do that by encouraging you to go to our website. The website is conveniently called jillonmoney.com. On that website, there is a button. It says, contact us. When you click it, you can ask a question. And at the bottom of the form, what happens is there's a little box that pops up. Would you be willing to come on the show if you say, yes, Mark Talaire, so you're the best executive producer in the world. He will do the rest. He'll wrangle you and we'll figure out how to get you on the air live with us. Today, we are joined by Scott, who's on the line from North Carolina. Hello, Scott. What brings you to us today?
1: Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Well, um, after a very long tenure with my employer, I have decided to retire at the end of the year, and um, I'm fortunate to have a pension. And the interesting thing about the pension is it comes with a pretty large lump sum and I really don't want to make a mistake, <laughs> so I'm reaching out to you to get some advice on what to do with this. Okay. And hopefully you can, you can give me a few tips to consider.
0: Okay, that's great. So let's talk a little bit about you first, Scott. How old are you?
1: I am 60 years old. I am married. Uh, my wife is retired. She's 59. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no children.
0: Is she retired from a job that also gave her a pension?
1: Uh, yeah, she has a relatively small pension, about 400 a month.
0: Okay, great. Give us a little bit of the options around your pension. So you said there is a lump sum and a monthly amount. Is it two parts of it or is it one or the other?
1: It's, it's one or the other. The way that interest rates are this year, there will be a pretty large drop off in the lump sum for 2023 and probably 2024. Uh-huh. So it kind of swayed me into taking the lump sum payment. There is an annuity option available. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that we've been considering is to purchase an annuity on the uh, kind of open market, if you will, through some very reputable companies. So, amounts that are available through them are quite substantially higher than what the company was offering.
0: Interesting. So did you already make the election for the lump sum?
1: I have not. I'm waiting for the final paperwork, but it definitely seems like something it would be smart for me to do.
0: How much is the lump sum amount?
1: It's pretty large. It's uh, somewhere in the vicinity of $1.6 million.
0: Holy crap that is huge. So you work for a private company, you're not working for a school system or anything, right? right. Okay. Correct. That lump sum, when you grab that as a lump sum, you're not saying that you're going to pay tax on that. You're saying you're going to use the lump sum and roll it into something. Is that correct?
1: That's what we're thinking. Yes. Okay. My okay. my wife and I are both we've never really been without a paycheck, so we want to have some level of Guaranteed income that we can count on. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let me ask you another question. How much income would you really like uh, net to you
1: guys? Well, we really like to have it cover um, kind of the majority of our, our fixed expenses that, mm-hmm. that we deal with every month. We figured that our expenses are somewhere between nine nine and $10,000 a month. And not having been retired, I'm not sure if that will you know go up or down. We're probably thinking it might go down a little bit. Yeah, let's kind of use what that number. Yeah, Let,
0: I think it's fair. You know, 100, 120 grand a year. You need that. That seems reasonable. What was your salary? Well, um, as you end your career, what's the salary that you've been living on right now?
1: It's in the neighborhood of 200,000.
0: Okay, great. In addition to this massive pension. Do you have a defined contribution plan, a 401k?
1: Yeah, we're, we're pretty lucky. We've been pretty religious savers. I think we have somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.6 million in, in those accounts, 401ks. Um, about 10% of that is in Roth.
0: So you have the the lump sum of 1.6 401k of 1.6 what about non retirement assets what what do you got floating around
1: I think it's around like 300,000 my we have a credit unions that we work with that would probably about $150,000 there some additional monies in I guess what you'd call a kind of a brokerage account. That's mm-hmm. about the other 150. I think we're in a good spot. I guess what we're really concerned about is getting to the point where we have social security um, at 67. And Not at 67. Kind of-
0: You're going to be at 70, by the way. We're not claiming till seven. What will your social security at 70 be?
1: I think it's around 4,000, something like that.
0: For you or for between the two of you?
1: That would probably just be me, and then uh-huh. my wife would. Uh, we were thinking that she could take her Half. benefit at sixty-two or something like that. And then,
0: okay, she- I I don't even want her to take anything. Tell me a little bit about what you have found on the market for annuities. If you were to choose, let's call it an immediate annuity, right? Let's say you you put. I don't know if you're you're shopping this around to put all of the money in or some of the money in, but tell us a little bit about what you found in terms of the income that can be created.
1: Yeah, um, we've been working with our friends at Fidelity, and they they're very picky about who they select in terms of the insurance companies that provide those annuities. And right now, anywhere between eight thousand and eighty seven hundred dollars a month, if you were to take the full amount. Eight th- Hold on
0: a second. Let's think. You, if you take the full amount, you would be able to churn out eight grand a month in income.
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, that eight grand would be taxable, though. What would happen? And is that be who's is that a, a joint and survivor?
1: Yes, that's exactly right. We we were looking at that along with um, kind of a refund provision mm-hmm. or period certain of about 10 to 15 years. So that basically, you know, that 1.6 million would get paid to somebody if we weren't around. Um, yeah,
0: I would, I I would think about this. I just asked a question. Yeah. Go on 8,000 a month with the annuity. They've got 3.2 million, 3% of that is 8,000 a month. So, but he wants to, he does want to turn on some income, I think is what I'm hearing. Is that right? In other words, it feels weird to you to have to pull the money out rather than have the money sent to you. Is that what you're kind of saying?
1: Yeah, I think there's a part of the investment that I'd like to have locked in and not have to worry about it.
0: What would the annuity be from the company if you elected the annuity option?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, right now, it is—it was like about sixty-three hundred. So it's a significant difference, and I think part of that is the rising interest rates and the insurance companies providing the annuity have a little greater latitude to provide a little bit more of a benefit. And with that amount, that's what they were saying, is that that was going to be one of the few times in their recent history where going to another organization would be more beneficial than working with your uh, employer. That guarantee from the company, which, you know, you're not paying all the
0: fees and the money's not locked up in an annuity, plus 3% from the 401ks, that gives you, you know, right around $10,000 a month. I mean, it is kind of nice. And you preserve a little bit more optionality, right?
1: You yeah, and I'm not I'm not married in- to the annuity either, you know, like I, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I called, it's yeah. like what are the options here?
0: I I like the idea that you have the lump sum because as you're right you're right because there's like this weird disparity, you know? So, what I would do is this. I just feel like this requires a lot of drilling down through these options and determining which one makes you feel most comfortable, not just like what is the optimized for the best financial gain it's optimized for financial gain and gives you peace of mind right so i think you guys need a fee only advisor to really work with on this do you agree with that mark i mean cuz there's a lot of money here there's no problems everything is good there is there is not a problem to be had zero problem if that's the case then you know what let's make sure you don't make, a, it's not going to be like a mistake, but let's, let's pick an option that's really going to work best for you guys. And I think that if you have someone, again, I know time is sort of short, but if you have someone who can crunch some numbers for you in the next couple of weeks, I think I'd feel more comfortable about that if I'm in your situation. And then you have a better way to really look at these choices. Because as Mark said, there's a There's a couple of different ways to go. And part of this is also that like you've done such a great job in saving. It's like an embarrassment of riches. So we may not have to pick the most financially optimized solution. We do have to pick the best solution for you guys. So I think going, getting a fee only advisor might make a lot of sense for you guys right now. I think there's a lot of advisors who would be happy to say like, give me five or 10 grand and I will run through every single option, everything like that's what you need. You need like someone you can pay a flat fee and feel like, They're going to be in working in your best interest. And so what I'm going to do is I think that we're going to give you a couple of names off the air and we'll try to match you up with someone who is kind of gets you. And you'll know that pretty quickly. You'll feel like, oh, okay, this person gets me. That's great. How's that sound? Does that sound like a better way to, I mean, I know, again, time is short, but I really want to make sure we get this right with you.
1: Oh, Absolutely.
0: I think that when everyone's listening to this, I mean, it's wonderful to to hear your voices and hear your stories, but some of these decisions are very, they're like time intensive in terms of number crunching. And I think that having somebody who can look at this from lots of different angles might make a lot of sense for you guys. So that's what I'm going to suggest. So hang on, we'll get you some info. And if you are out there and you are listening and you're wondering, like, what do I do with this very major league decision in my life? We want to hear from you. Maybe we'll come up with a conclusion quickly, but maybe we'll say, you know what? This requires a a headier analysis that we cannot do with you on the air. So if that's the case, just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would come on the air and we'll try to help you out, of course. And uh, while you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. And of course, pre-order the new book. It's called The Great Money Reset. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.